This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, testifying to deleted text is the latest reason Congressman Benny Thompson is giving for the immediate resignation of Homeland Security's Inspector General. With military readiness impacted, GAO highlights DOD lowlights of weapons acquisitions programs taking too long and exceeding cost estimates. And contractors finally have a new timeline for the Oasis Plus contract. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Friday, June 9th, 2023. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. The top oversight official at the Department of Homeland Security is facing calls to resign. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday has the latest. Two top Democrats are calling on DHS Inspector General Joseph Kafari to immediately step down after he admitted to deleting texts off his government-issued phone. Homeland Security Committee Ranking Member Benny Thompson along with Oversight Subcommittee Ranking Member Glenn Ivey, say Kafari is unfit to lead the IG office. During a hearing earlier this week, Kafari said he routinely deletes texts off his government phone. But the IG says he did not believe those messages constituted federal records. The controversy is just the latest in a string of disputes Kafari has faced, including over his actions surrounding the missing Secret Service text from January 6th. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. The Defense Department's weapons acquisitions programs still take too long and continue to exceed estimates, problems that ultimately affect military readiness. That's the conclusion from the Government Accountability Office's annual report on DOD weapons systems. The report says the delays are most commonly driven by problems with supply chains, software, and design. Over half of the 26 major defense acquisition programs GAO assessed reported new delays. The Veterans Affairs Department has a new bite-sized approach to working with contractors. Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us more. Too often, VA and its contractors implementing technology are at arm's length. VA CIO Kurt Dalbeni has a plan to change that. Thinking of them as integral parts of our team that are peers of ours, but then keeping that evaluation going and having those engagements, particularly with their leadership, to make sure that they're doing the right thing for us and then changing the kind of projects we drive so that there's less of this big bang, more of the build success upon success. Delbeni expects this new approach to lead to better outcomes and more accountability. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The Department of Health and Human Services has reached a milestone with its federal union. The National Treasury Employees Union says after a, quote, long and difficult road, end quote, the agency's union members ratified a new five-year collective bargaining agreement. The agreement includes more options for telework and remote work, a student loan reimbursement program, and a broader child care subsidy program. The agreement will take effect later this summer. An independent agency created to fast-track the sale of excess federal properties is falling behind on its goals. 
Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. Congress created the Public Buildings Reform Board in 2016 to recommend federal properties for expedited sale and disposal. The General Services Administration sold 10 of those properties in recent years and saw nearly $200 million in proceeds. But the board is billions of dollars short of its goal. That's due in part from the Office of Management and Budget rejecting the board's follow-up list of recommendations. The board, before it sunsets, is working on its final round of recommendations for December 2024. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. After regaining a quorum last March, the Merit Systems Protection Board, or MSPB, is still hacking away at its case backlog. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman has the details. The board is now getting close to halfway through a massive backlog of appeals cases. The pending cases built up over five years when the board didn't have enough members to issue decisions on federal employee appeals. MSPB's backlog peaked at nearly 3,800 pending cases when the board first regained quorum last March. Now the backlog is down to roughly 2,200. MSPB says it's been prioritizing decisions on some of the oldest cases first. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. Republicans on the Senate Small Business Committee are leading a bill to set higher standards for a mentorship and training program at the Small Business Administration. The bill from committee ranking member Joni Ernst and Senator Todd Young would overhaul SBA's Service Corps of Retired Executives program, known as SCORE. The SCORE Act would require mentors involved in the program to undergo annual performance reviews. The bill also takes steps to ensure the SCORE program is meeting the needs of rural and women-owned small businesses. Contractors finally have a new timeline for the Oasis Plus contract. The General Services Administration says it will release the final request for proposals on or about June 15th for this government-wide multi-award professional services contract. GSA says all six RFPs will be released separately. The agency had hoped to release the Oasis Plus solicitation by the end of April, but had to reconsider its approach after a court of federal claims decision upended its plan not to include price as an evaluation factor. The Small Business Administration is getting a new second-in-command. In a 54-42 vote, the Senate approved Dilawar Syed to serve as Deputy SBA Administrator. SBA hasn't had a permanent deputy in nearly five years. Syed currently serves as the Special Representative for Commercial and Business Affairs at the State Department and also served as Chairman of the White House Initiative on Asian Americans and Pacific Islander Economic Growth during the Obama administration. Bipartisan legislation in the Senate would make it harder for agencies to rely on a Freedom of Information Act or FOIA exemption meant to protect trade secrets. Iowa Republican Chuck Grassley and several of his colleagues reintroduced the Open and Responsive Government Act this week. The bill sets a higher bar for agencies to withhold information under the Confidential Commercial Information Exemption for FOIA. The legislation also explicitly recognizes the nine FOIA exemptions as the only authorities agencies can use to redact information from records. Find these stories and more at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Friday, June 9th, 2023, I'm Peter Masurlian.